This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaren.com. Today is October 31st, 2019. Happy Halloween, everybody. And we apologize for being late on the week eight picks and kicks. Week eight, right? Yo, week eight picks and kicks, excuse me. So, with that being said, oh, week nine picks and kicks. Whichever one, I forget which one it is. (coughs) Apologies for being late, but better late than never. Calhoun with me as always. What's up, homie? What's going on, my guy? Chillin', let's go on and start how we always start these rapid reactions with the Falcons. So, if you don't know, we don't do rapid reactions anymore. We just do picks and kicks, and we fold the rapid reactions, the Falcons, into the first part of picks and kicks. So, go on and get some thoughts on the Falcons. Falcon, uh, did you see where they were? They had offers on uh, Devontae Freeman from Detroit, turned them down. Front office is a joke. Owner is an imbecile. Coaches of food, they're part of the three stooges. Matt Shaw looked good, and, and when he had, he had on over 400 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Because of the line, them like the same line, they blocked pretty good because of the play call. So I don't know why Dirk Carter pulled out this the playbook that we all knew he had this week, but Matt's been playing with this bullshit playbook. A lot of quits, the screens we've been looking for, the slants we've been looking for, the concepts we've been looking for, like everything was there. Yeah, they Meanwhile, still lost. In a loss, yeah. Meanwhile, Matt comes in everything a fucking 15, 20-yard route. So I, I don't understand <coughs> what's going on with the It has no direction. And now since nothing else moves since the trade line, that Muhammad Sanu trade looks absolutely stupid. Only thing it looked like he did was help New England, and he didn't help yourself because if he wasn't going to make trades and if he wasn't going to ball, there was no sense of trading Muhammad Sanu. So it's just a bit uh, abysmal franchise, and, and the words of Mr. Mob does not deserve our fanhood. Um, Mr. Blank does not deserve to have a team or own a team. He's too stupid to run one. We have a team full of inept, incompetent, limp dick fuckers, cock sucking motherfuckers who don't deserve to be in that position. So until that happens, uh, the side can go suck a fat baby's dick and go die for cliffs. Who gives a fuck about them bitch ass motherfuckers? Fuck. And if you're down with the Atlanta Falcons, then fuck you too. That sounds like what you should have ended with. That is, that's exactly what it is. You're stupid if you still ride on that on that bandwagon. They don't give a fuck about themselves. So let's I back. Let's go on. So let's tackle this a couple of ways. I mean, you pretty much said it. The game was a whole hum game, right? Like you, Matt Matt um, Sharp looked good. He looked. Like Matt Ryan would look or whatever. So, like, if that's the case. Well, hold on. They, they let off the gas like crazy. Because going into halftime, I think the score was 24 zip. Yeah, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle had put them in their place, right? So, like, at that point, you're just trying to get out the game without getting anybody hurt. So, like, it's not like the Falcons are looking good. It's what they've been doing. Get their ass kicked in the first half. Second half, make a hurrah, hurrah comeback and just fall short. So, like, that's a major problem. It was different because, like, it was commanded on what they were doing with the Falcons. Like, they literally let off the gas at all. They wasn't blitzing. 
He didn't do anything. It was like Pete Carroll was throwing Dan Quinn the ball. Like, I don't want to embarrass him. Because when the game was going on, I thought it was going to be these motherfuckers 50 to 7 at best. And they just let off. It wasn't no blitzing. Uh, they was running the ball. Passing was there all game for them folk. And they didn't even pass the ball. It was literally like Pete Carroll was throwing him a bone. Because they could have came in this motherfucker and demolished the Falcons. Now, Sean had no business even having that kind of game against them. But they let off them. So, I mean, the score isn't even close to what that game was. It wasn't even no rally or nothing like that. But the, the, the thing that really pissed me off, sorry to cut you off, was the way the offense looked. This is not... This is the offense. Remember before the season, I was like, I like that they got Dirk Carter. This is the offense I was talking about. Why he doesn't run his offense is beyond me when Matt Ryan is in the game. It makes no fucking sense. It was like two different offenses. That quick, hidden, timing offense that we're used to with Dirk Carter, he had that this week. Why he hasn't had that the other eight, seven weeks is, I don't understand it. And this is the problem that caused with the Falcons. I don't understand it at all. So let's step away from the field. What if the problem is Matt Ryan? Like, what if Doug Curtis felt more comfortable with Matt Sharp than Matt Ryan? Then trade him. If that's the case, trade him and get a fucking a litany of picks and stuff to uplift their franchise. But nobody's going to do that because nobody's going to help the next guy who comes in. That's the problem. You can't have these motherfuckers making these kind of decisions. The market is open. You have to. You have to build a true front to ease a Devontae Freeman contract. Those contracts are fucking anchors. You have to build on those. But if you can build on a Matt Ryan contract, you build on that too. And I'm a Matt Ryan fan. But if, if this is what you're fucking running, this don't make no fucking sense. Like, none of this makes sense. Matt Shaw and Matt Ryan is the same quarterback, just one and more talent. So it's not like it's a whole different system they have to implement. He can keep the same plays. He can run the same offense. Me and Major was talking with Tessa during the game. And both of them saying the same thing. like, where the fuck this offense been? He don't call these plays. And these are the kind of call like, Matt Ryan can't do these or Matt Schaub is selling. Like, this is just, it's the same quarterback. Just Matt Schaub is a diminished, is more diminished than Matt Ryan. But it's not like it's, you know, Colin Kaepernick and Matt Ryan. When you're changing up the offense, it's the same fucking player. Don't make sense. None of this shit makes sense, what they're doing. But the, 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 inept, the incompetence of the trade deadline, I don't give a fuck what anybody will offer for Devontae Freeman if it beats it. You pull the tree on those and you move too far. You have to. You, you don't have the cap space not to. And that's my problem with the Falcons right now. So I think that the Falcons, I think that the signs are pointing to everybody in the Falcons coming back next year. Expound, elucidate, but I don't. I don't disagree with you. It looks like it, but elucidate. So the reason I say that is one: Arthur Blank has not fired Dan Quinn at the buy. It doesn't make if you're not going to fire him at the buy. It doesn't really make sense to fire him at the end of the year because like they aren't going like in this situation they aren't going to be any less incompetent than they were going into the buy. Like he's not going to turn around, even though Arthur Blank is holding up hope that he turns it around. And so he's setting the bar so low that, hey, if the Falcons win two of their last three games, we feel like Dan has turned it around. Two, because they did not make any moves that the trade deadline, either adding or getting rid of people. Because, like, the flip side of that is 
hey, we know our job is on the line. We need to get some people to win some games here. Whether you Dimitrov, whether you Dan Quinn. Side note, Dimitrov is staying regardless. Whatever happened next year, Thomas Dimitrov will be the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons next year. Because in all this national get the Dan Quinn the fuck out of town talk, you know who name is not mentioned with that? Thomas Dimitrov. So he's going to be here. And and if Arthur Blank said, Arthur Blank is just, the longer this drags out, the more it seems like Dan Quinn is going to be here. Because they can point back, because when you look at the year at the end, he can point back and say, I lost Matt for a game. Like, when you when you forget about the weed. There's no excuses, but it's going to be what you said. This idiot, this nincompoop, this fucking nitwit, Arthur Blank, is going to say something stupid like, he won the last three out of five games, and we're starting to turn around, and there's no excuse for the ineptitude that he's, for his incompetence on the field. And as far as Dimitrov goes, the contracts on our teams are albatross to our teams. The reason I didn't move anything because one, you didn't move to trade anybody, trade draft picks to make you better with Jalen Ramsey or with Jadavion Clowney. Because let's just be faces, Jadavion is better than anything we have on the line besides Grady Jerry. And Jalen Ramsey, you throw the kid second him if you think it's winning now mode. You didn't do that. Then at the trade deadline, deadline being one and six, you don't trade for draft picks and resculpt your team. So you're literally dead in the fucking war. With a bullshit front office and a nincompoop a head coach. And if this fucking idiot comes back and says, you know, Dan Quinn turned around and I have faith in Dan Quinn, fuck him. Don't buy no fucking tickets for the Falcon. I think that's easy. So we talk about this with blacks and how blacks can really vote change. In any situation, you can vote change with your wallet. If, let's say it's 30,000 people with season tickets. If it go from 30,000 to 20,000, Oh, Arthur Blank listening then. And like that's such a low-hanging fruit. Like everybody, we know several people with season tickets. If we can just get everybody we know to not buy their season tickets and pass and, and get that level from like a hundred different groups, we'll be in the money. So like I I I I think that we're such a weak sports city that we'll still, you know, we'll still buy tickets. But this is the one time that we can prove we aren't the weak sports city. They say that we are better, that we are, that we do, that we are knowledgeable, that we are a caring fan base. If you, but 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 it's not. But we're not. And then I look at stuff that's disgusting. Have you seen what Washington just did? If one major team can turn the tide, not even major. The hockey team got down one, then the WNBA team won, and now just last night, congratulations to the National. But the Nationals, who the Braves have owned all year, won the World Series against the Houston Astros. They won. Weren't they the we biggest have, underdog in the past 15 years or something like that? They haven't won in almost 100 years. It wasn't even the Washington Nationals when they won. No, no, but I'm That's saying, like, for betting purposes, they were the biggest underdog since, like, 03 or 02 or something. I remember seeing that.
I don't want to get started. But going back to the Falcon, this goes to show what kind of what kind of city, what kind of sports city this is. And and at this point in time, I think some people are going to start buying because people are tired of that next year bullshit. Proof is in the pudding. You can't keep goddamn going to work, not doing your job, and I, once I get the hang of it, once I get the hang of it, just give me a little more time. That's what I'm short out though, man. And that's what's going on with the That's what's going on with the Harlem school. Yeah, so again, I, I if I were a bit man, I think everybody comes back next year. Because you can see the reluctance in Arthur Blank not trying to fire anybody. You can and again, the founders are gonna be the San Diego Chargers or the NFC. They're gonna convince themselves that this crew can get it done next year. With or without a new coach. However it goes, they're convinced that this is the group when this Matt Ryan Julio Jones, this iteration of the Falcons are taking us, this is not a Super Bowl team. Point blank period. Because if it's one thing to have an off season, it's all another thing to be with the Falcons have been. It's painfully obvious that this team cannot win the Super Bowl. Painfully obvious. And anybody holding out hope for that, you know, you're fooling yourself. So, and I think that shit passes by when we, when we knew it. We knew it when they lost that motherfucker. We knew when they lost, we were done. And it was time to revamp. We were going to have to revamp. You know, it was holding our hope a little bit. But once we lost that offensive coordinator and went to Steve Sarkeesian way, but then you don't even give Steve Sarkeesian the time that's needed. The second year he was better, who knows when he'll be the third year. And you pull the trigger. You act like as a, as a, you act, uh, as a desperate man and you fuck yourself. That was an excuse last year. That was injury. This year, you're just fucking yourself. I think that so, the Sarkeesian stuff is way overrated. He wasn't that good as the Falcons' offensive coordinator. They just showed progress, but they weren't really good. So, they were six in the league last year. And they, Matt Ryan replicated his MVP numbers down into the team. Calhoun, but a lot of that was comeback ball. I mean, either way. Like, they weren't winning they only, none of them games. Like, they, they, only, they, they played four games and lost by six points or less. Four games. That's where your coaching come in at. Four games you lost by six points or less. So I think that'll be the same thing that we say next year about this year's team. You can go back to Arizona. Oh, they, lost, they lost by a missed field goal. They were down 28-7 to seven at one point in that game. So, like, that's some of the things that we – the devil's in the details. Yeah, they had a good offense. Yeah, how much of that was real yards, real points, and not garbage time stuff? I think that that's where, huh? Yeah, I agree. That's where the that's where the numbers don't tell the real truth, and that's what the problem with Sarkeesian. Fast forward to bringing in Dirk Cutter. You know, first off, let's back up. Whenever a coach fires his offensive coordinator, his defense coordinator, his special teams coordinator, he, he need to be fired. Yeah, he need to be fired. Like this is. That sounded stupid in the moment, and it's proven even dumber as the Falcons have let this play out. Those are the things you know, that are... I said, I said that when we... I remember this like yesterday. I was in a the movie theater, and y'all text me like, y'all saw me fire all the coordinators. The first thing I text back in the group text was, how the fuck you fire all the coordinators and the head coach ain't fine? If all the coordinators are probably it ain't the coordinators, it's the head coach. Head coach should be fired and so should the team. And that's what the Falcon does. That's the dumbest shit ever. You don't fire all your all your coordinators. It can't be a problem in every facet of football and it not be the head coach. That's a problem. But that's the amount of organization. 
Which is why we cannot continue to bat these motherfuckers. Fuck them. So, and I say that the M- NFL is turning into the NBA. Now, I think teams are getting smarter. I think teams are realizing, hey, if we're bad, we need to be monumentally bad. And if we're good, we need to go all out for it. <coughs> and I now some of these teams are, they aren't as far away as they think they are, or they aren't, aren't as close as they think they are. Like, what comes to mind is L.A. Yeah, the Rams, they're trading tomorrow for today, and they really aren't that good today. And the flip side of that is, you know, the Jets. The Jets are getting rid of everything. I think the Jets' main problem is management and coaching and Sam Darnold. Like, they have other pieces. They're like, you, if you gave up, if you replace Sam Darnold with, and I don't want to say Andy Dalton, but Andy Dalton, this team would be eight, this team would make a run at the playoffs. I'm not saying they would make the playoffs, and I'm not even saying Andy Dalton. You can replace. No, 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 bro. I got you yeah, exactly right. Yo, better, better yet, replace Sam Darnold with Jameis Winston. They go to the playoffs. Like as bad and turnover prone as Jameis is, he can get that team to a playoff. I don't know. That's all that motherfucker do. <laughs> but I, I see. Yeah, the Jets aren't as far as they look, and the Rams aren't as close as they are, they look, yeah. as they think. Rather. Yeah. So like, Falcons are in the, in the worst shape. They're the Chargers. They think they're better. They're older, and they think they're better than what they really are. And the problem is they're not getting rid of anybody. Like, again, we keep saying Chicago. Chicago would get on their knees right now and suck Thomas Dimitrov's cock to get Matt Ryan because they feel like they're a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. And uh, and truth be told, they probably are a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl. Huh? I say, yeah. Julio Jones, just right. It's, he's an open checkbook. You get rid of him. You get rid of True Front. Motherfuckers are trading Jason Marcus Peters and what? And t- to lead for first and second, for third and fourth round draft picks. Surely True Front can get a second or a third. You get rid of him just he to get rid of that money. Huh? He ain't getting a second, but third or fourth. I don't give a fuck. He has his contract is an albatross. Now, some of their contracts are just too bad to have on, on, on the books. So you have to get rid of them. They ain't even get a lot of... I think only one team <coughs> asked about, or even inquired about Big Beast. Ain't nobody moving for him. But whoever asked, I would have said yes. Hey, we got a vending machine full of fucking Twix and Snickers. Any chips in there? Nope. And two of the rolls empty. Shit, come on with it. You can have them. That's what I would have got rid of them We got a printer with no ink and no paper. Last week was a couple of things that we we went in different ways in a couple of our picks. And you came out the victor on two of the three of them. I'm not going to lie. You chose the Eagles. I chose the Bills. The Bills is who you thought they were. I was too. I wasn't familiar with them. I thought the Eagles were on a down slide, but the Eagles came through. Yeah, but Buffalo's the worst team. But thank you for that. And uh, you got the Chargers over the Bears. And once again, they in Memphis of their quarterback. <laughs> and then they kick and miss the fucking field goal. Leader tried to win 17-16. And Philip Rivers look like trash in that game. But if you Chicago, you got to, after that, if you Chicago GM, you got to pull San Diego GM over to the side and say, hey, what will it get to give Phil Rivers? Because you can't, if you're San Diego, you can't keep believing in Phil Rivers. Like, it's impossible. Yeah, he he all the way done. He looking, he looking like Eli. My man, it's just one of the things he, he needs to go. Whether he needs to, he needs to go. Same thing. Matt Ryan needs to go. These Cam needs to go. 
Like, isn't they need change? Scenery. They need yeah. some of these motherfuckers need to retire, but by and large, they just need change of scenery. The, the fact that the Bears didn't go after Matt Ryan or Cam Newton was surprising. Well, they keep trying to hold out on Trubisky again. General manager, the general manager, he traded up to draft Trubisky. So if you do that, that's the ultimate. You should fire me, card. But if you want to, if and not just that, and he passed on who could have been there, Pat Mahomes and Watson. So for Trubisky, yeah. So like it's just. And that's what I think our, our team is doing. We're holding on the, on dead weight because their GM is. I mean, it's like a it's like a dick measuring contest. It's a I was right about this guy. You know, I'm a level. I'm a, you know, this guy is who I thought he was. We gotta just I'll give him time. Ah, right, this motherfucker's trash. The only team that we that we the other team that we didn't trade the same picks on was the Raiders and the Texans, and that was a damn good game. Texans only won by three. That's the one I won. Uh, Texas only won by three, but uh, John Groom has to be in the conversation for coaching. He seriously does. Let's go on and get to these week's games. Let's do it. First game. First off, last week, let's do, uh, goddamn, who, who gets some head? Oh, you sucking, boo, or whatever. Oh. So, which one you want to do first? Um, we can go to you, sir. Sam Darnold and Adam Gates. Jigs. Add Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens to that, too. Jesus Christ, those two. They're a match made in hell. Now, the other other person I had, you gotta add, you gotta have Mitch Trubisky to it. He can't, he can't wheel shit to a win. He's awesome. Uh, and Andy Dalton, he don't fell off like wet, though. That's who you, you suck goes to. Who, who, are your, who, who deserves some head last week? Who deserved your sloppiest attack? Um, I'd say Aaron Rodgers. I thought Aaron Rodgers were good. Aaron Rodgers was amazing. I'm going to go to the, the team that had the highs and who looks very good. That's the San Francisco 49ers. As much as I don't like them on the roof for them. They're a complete team, and uh, they are they they doing they doing they do diligence. they doing their shit right here. So I gotta get them. Gotta get so them. two former Falcons who I, two former Falcons I always told y'all I thought were better than the Falcons. Two former Falcons I always gave here to while they were here who y'all kind of looked on Kyle Shanahan and Tevin Coleman. That's not true at all. So everybody was on the Kyle Shanahan train the same time you was except me. I, I still don't like that ball. As far as Tevin Coleman go, I told you that last time. We had nobody. You were saying you were saying Devontae Freeman was a better running back. Tevin Coleman was a better athlete at that time. That was the fact. Now fast forward three years, four years from now, yeah, that's the difference. Tevin Coleman was also injury prone. Tevin Coleman couldn't. He wasn't reading the blocks. Went in the holes. He hit that same little sweet. He could bounce it outside, turn it off field, but he couldn't wait patient enough to get holes. He wasn't blocking like Ted, like Devontae Freeman. He could catch out the backfield, and he would, he could be used as a as a weapon when Kyle Shanahan got here. But he wasn't better than Devontae Freeman. Then. Fast forward last year, because before he left, and all of us on the podcast saying we would have got down let himself for Linus, because of course he's a Florida State guy. We would have let Devontae Freeman walk and kept Coleman, and that's because we had Edo Smith. So everybody was against that Tim Coleman shit. But they can, you can use him, and he's still been hurt with 49ers. 
But you can use when you have three fucking running backs. And use them sparingly. But he, they look good out there. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to get something to my man Gardner Minshew and the Jags. They do look good, didn't they? I sat his ass down from a fantasy. I told you I like G Minshew, man. I don't be slanging it. He do. And that boy Jacoby Brisket now. Brisket did all right. Brisket will unfold it. That was a that was old nail biter. <coughs> so I, I gotta give him that. Kansas City held their own with no Pat Mahomes against Aaron Rodgers. I gotta give him credit too. So now going into this week, first thing, first game is tonight. 49ers versus the Cardinals. What's the line and who you got? Line of San Francisco by ten. I got San Francisco winning, but they don't cover. San Francisco winning and they cover. They don't play a. They run the ball. It's hard to cover when you run. The game they play wins games. You don't cover games with that type style of football. The only reason why I'm saying they cover because how bad the Cardinals are. Cardinals look pretty good because they've been playing against. They played against some bad teams like the Falcons and Cincinnati. Um, but they're they're not a good team. Saints just beat the fuck out of them, thirty-one nine. So. 49ers gonna go ahead and stick they dig into. They already been over, so 49ers gonna get into them too. Quiet as kept. Bosa may be the best player on the team. He might be, and I don't like that racist piece of shit, but he might be. Why do you say he racist? His tweets that he deleted later on, uh, the pro Trump shit that he was doing when he got drafted. Pro Trump don't mean you racist, though. Nah, but he was, the way he did it, you know, hey, you know I don't that. Oh, because you're a Trump supporter don't mean that you're racist. Hell, I like some of the stuff Donald J. does himself. <laughs> I'm not one of them niggas around here. Donald Trump is the devil. I think you're an idiot motherfucker. Something like that. I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. Next game, bro. Uh-huh. Texas at the Jazz. The line is Houston by one and a half. Give me Jacksonville. I will admit, I will admit I'm wrong in this regard. Deshaun Watson has stepped up. Like, he's always been, I've always been lukewarm on him because he's always been hot or cold to me. But he's really been consistent. And I, I, I have been. You know, I need to warm up to him a little more. All that being said, I got the Jazz. This game in London. He keep playing like he playing and everybody else fall off a little bit. He going to be an MVP conversation. I think he can. Um, I hate when they do, when they steal home teams away from teams. This shouldn't be a home team for a Jazz. It should be an away team for both teams. But I'm going with the Texans. I like the Texans over and uh, give me the points. Who's your, who's your next one? My next one is Washington and Buffalo. The line is Buffalo by nine and a half in Buffalo. Two bad teams are going to go with the Bills, but they don't cover. What I, you got? I got the Bills and they don't cover. Like the Bills are the biggest bag of flu gazy dope. And this is one of them games where, like, to be honest with you, if the Redskins win, it wouldn't shock me. No. This is this is like Frank Lucas. They don't took that blue magic and they put that Nicky Barnes dope in it. They don't took the packaging off of it and put Nicky Barnes in it. They cutting that shit and putting that Nicky Barnes dope on it. Bills is a fucking, is a fucking flute like a muffin. But I got them against the Redskins because Redskins really are going battling with uh, Miami for who's the worst team in the league. And uh, I think they're going to come out. It's going to be close. It's, gonna, it's a photo finish. Who you got the next game? The next game is Minnesota at Kansas City. The line, there is no line. They don't know if Pat Mahomes is playing or not. So I'll say this. Either way, I think Kansas City win the game. Oh, okay. 
if Pat Mahomes come back, I got Kansas City. If he's not back, I'm not going with Matt Moore. I'm going with the Vikings. Uh, but if Pat, I reserve the right to change. Only if the uh, if Mahone is, is is in. If Mahone is in, I got the Chiefs. Yeah. Who you got for the next one? The next one is the Jets and the Dolphins. The line of the Jets by three. Give me the Dolphins. Really? You think it's gonna be the first one? Ryan Fitzpatrick better than Sam Darn. Yeah, I think they beat them. He is, and he really was battling last week. Uh, it is at home. I like what you just said there. I go with that too. Yeah, give me the dogs too, man. I think I was gonna say this, but you're right. You go, you go Jets. Like, there's no shame in going Jets. I would just say this: the Jets need to fire everybody. Adam Gase isn't a good coach. I said coming out, Sam Darnold was overrated, but of course, you know, white quarterback from a name school, people just think the world of him. But it's one of those things. Miami, on Miami team is even worse than Sam Darnold. Well, yeah, Rosen, but he don't. They don't play him anymore. They play him Fitz. Nah, he got his ass. They was trying to, but he got his ass benched for goddamn Fitz match. Yeah. So I will say this: like the Jets should fire everybody. They've talked about them firing everybody, and the Dolphins are clearly tanking, clearly tanking. But I, I just feel like this is a pride game for both teams. I actually think this is going to be a really good game. Because this is the Dolphins' one chance to get a win. And this is the Jets. If you have any pride about yourself, you won't lose this game. And it's a division rival. And y'all about on the same level. So, uh, really good teams have good games. And really bad teams have good games against each other. So, I think it's a very good one. Who's the next team you got? The next game is Chicago at Philly. Line is Philly by four and a half. Anybody who knows me knows I have a very low opinion of Philly. But give me Philly. And I, they cover Trubisky's in a place like Philly. Trubisky, he can't handle it. Is the Bears were stupid not to go after the quarterback because now windows in the NFL last three years for the most part in my mind. Chicago's windows about to close. I gotta agree with you. Uh, Philly is going to pick the Bears, but. Because Philly's just a bipolar team. This week they look amazing. Next week they look like trash. They got to they gotta iron something out. Again, I think that goes to the relationship and consistency of the head coach and the quarterback. They, they're not on the same page, I don't think. And the team looks like it. That being said, the Bears have severely fought themselves. They should have went out to another quarterback. They should not have got rid of Howard. They should not. You had a Bill Cow running back. Why would you get rid of him? That's stupid. And that's what they did. He was letting all the pressure. That's who was making this shit go. And they let him go to Philly. And Philly still don't know how to use it. Side note, that's who we need to go. I don't understand. Give me Philly. Who's the next one that you got? Real point on Chicago. I think that what's happening is that they, you know how you can be so gimmicky. You can be have a gimmick and you like that gimmick so much you try to do that gimmick with everything. Hey, fried Oreos, that was a good gimmick. Now let's do a fried carrot or let's do fried salad. That gimmick doesn't work for everything. And I think that that's what happened. They love Tariq Cohen and they take they got rid of Jordan Howard because they had a gimmick with Tariq Cohen, but now they're trying to make that gimmick the main thing. And it works as a gimmick, not as a main thing. That's the right. problem with him. Wow. 
Exactly. Yeah, that was so stupid. So, next game, we both got Philly. Next game, the Colts at the Steelers. The line is Indianapolis by one. Give me the Colts. Give me the line. I really want to say, you talked about Deshaun Watson being in the runner for MVP. Is Jacoby Brissett keep winning? He going to be in the runner for MVP. That, the only reason why not, I don't think, because they play, they're well coached. They play such a balanced team. I mean, a, a balanced game. So, before he gets into it, you can put Marlon Mack in it. I mean, they're so balanced. He don't throw for crazy numbers. That being said, he don't turn on the ball. Uh, he makes very, very good decisions. I don't ever think he'll be in an MVP discussion because it's nothing flashy. But they literally are a hard-hat team. They go out and get the motherfucking job done. They play defense. They run that ball. They make good plays, good coaching, good decisions. I, all that being said, I go with the coach, too, and give me the line as well. And I think that come off uh, pretty good. Who's your Who's your next team? Titans at the pa- Panthers. The line is Carolina by three and a half. I'm gonna take Tennessee with this. Okay. Tannehill has been playing actually good football, and like I don't trust Kyle right now. The NFC South they may not be the worst division in football, but they certainly are one of the. They certainly are one of the worst divisions in football. So I think they are the worst. I think the Panthers' record is, is misleading. But I think they are. As long as you have Tampa Bay and Atlanta and this motherfucker, they're very, very bad there. Besides the AFC East, and AFC East is atrocious. They're bad. And we could beat them. But NFC South is terrible right now. It's, it's the Saints and that's it. So. Uh, that being said, I got the Panthers. Panthers beat bad teams. Titans ain't a good team. I, I got the Panthers. What's the line? Panthers by three and a half. I don't have that line, though. But I do have the Panthers. So the Titans are a bad team with Mariota quarterback. With, with Tannehill, they're just slightly below average. Slightly below average can beat this below average Carolina team. Possibly. Let me say this. It's interesting. Who gets fired first, Ron Riviera or Dan Quinn? Neither one of them should be coaching. Uh, it, it, Riverboat Run always pulled one out of his ass. Every time he was on the hot seat, right before they were talking about firing him, right when the media was talking about firing his ass, because a few weeks ago, this was a question on NFL Network. Who should be fired first, Dan Quinn or Riverboat Run? That's some bitch went on a four-game winning streak. And then he dissipates. like It's like a magic trick. He knows just when to turn up his game. He's like a, he's like a good uh, basketball player. He just ran the floor. Or playing a contract year. What'd you say? He like a, a athlete in a contract year. Oh, man. He balled the fuck out. And then after that, he turned back into Devontae Free. That's exactly what it is. Well, he likes somebody you talking shit to on the basketball court. Because he passed the ball playing a little defense. Next thing you know, in the game of 24, this time bitch don't score 12 points. Jacking his motherfucker from everywhere. All right, he comes in and he goes. He just got hot. But then the next game for the rest of the week, this motherfucker came six shots, period, let alone six in a row. That's what he is. That's his iron who riverboat running. So he's a horrible coach. He should be gone, too. So you got Carolina, I got Tennessee. Next game, yes, we start four or five games. Detroit at the Raiders. Oh, that's going to be a good game. The line is Oakland by two. Give me Oakland. That's a good game. Give me Oakland in the two. I'll take Oakland, too. Raiders good? I mean, Brian's been good now. I think John Gruden's a good coach. 
Like I know we I know he's been like the butt of some jokes just cause like that's what being in the media does to you. He's a good coach. So that's all I got to say. I, I got Oakland winning and cover. So Okay. Who's the next team? Tampa Bay is Seattle, the line is Seattle by six. Give me Seattle and they win by more than six. Jameis turns the ball over too much. He's a turnover machine. It'll be amazing if he stays in the league, man. I'm all for black quarterbacks. Jesus Christ. And I've seen some people comparing him to Matt Ryan. The disrespect that comes as far as Falcons do is ridiculous. But I'm not getting on that either. Jamie Winston is a problem. He's a problem. Now, if I was a Bucs, I'd be trying to move his ass. I, I don't understand why you're keeping James Winston. He's a problem. I got the Seahawks and I got the line. Matter of fact, I think they beat him by more than the line as well. You said it best about James, and we can move on after this. He's backup status. Now, is his ego big enough to accept backup status? I don't know, but he's backup status at this point. It like, is. who gives him the who gives him that memo? Like, in his, would, do you, do you think somebody in his personal life have to give him that memo? Or what? Do you think he still think he the man like he was in Florida State? How do you think that plays out? I wouldn't get not 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 the way the lead been on his ass. Like it's really a lot of uh, and I not to get on uh ghosts on Linux. I give him this. It's a lot of it's he's a real disappointment because you can see the talent. Like the motherfucker can throw for four hundred yards and three touchdowns, no problem. He'll also throw for three hundred yards and three interceptions. And no touchdowns, no problem. Like, it's crazy with this fumble the ball battery. It's unbelievable what he can You talking about could put on some numbers. He can put on numbers. It don't look like the game is too fast for him. It's just like he I don't know what it looks like. He gambles too much. Yeah, I mean he played he's always played on the team where he had the better it what it shows is he's always played on the team with better athletes. So like he could always have like bad mechanics or gamble too much or this. And his better athletes would just hide the, you know, they make the play when the other team just couldn't make the play. Now on the field with even even money, how good is he, really? You know what I'm saying? You know what I need? He needs a running game to get that ball out of his hand. He don't need to throw the ball more than third time. He needs a, a devoted, stout running game. Otherwise, you can't have him throw the ball. I don't want him throwing the ball over 25 times. The next game is the Browns at the Broncos. The line is Cleveland by three and a half. I'm going to take the Broncos. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, it's, it's, give me some thinking behind that. What's your thinking behind it? The Broncos play hard for their coach. Cleveland's he very undisciplined. Coach. Huh? He just can't coach. Yeah, but Cleveland's very undisciplined. I, in the game like that, I'd rather take a team who plays hard over a team who has no discipline. Like, they're imploding at the seams. Baker Mayfield getting into it. They talk about firing, firing Freddie Kitchens every day. Of course, Odell has to get his little 15 minutes. So you have to talk about him. Odell have been the model citizen. Don't bring Odell into this. He ain't done a goddamn thing. Well, I mean, he just like to be talked about. He have to be talked about. So, I mean, just the best player on that team may be, outside of Miles Garrett, may be Nick Chubb. So, they should have never hired Freddie Livermore. He's trash. Should have stuck with Greg Williams. That team looked better. You was right about Johnny Manziel. I mean, fucking Baker Mayfield. Another one he I was right on. He get his ass cooked. Often. He's not that good so far. He doesn't look good. He's all tall. Very little bite. He ain't shit. To be honest with you. 
It should not when they got more wide receivers. Nick Chubb is the engine to make this shit go. Uh, they haven't made good game plan. This is a horrible. This is a horrible coach team. Team has no. Uh, they don't play very hard. They don't have. It's missing something. It's missing the key ingredient. They're making the cake without flour. Is what they're doing. That being said, Broncos. Boy, you think about the worst thing. I think Miami. I think Cincinnati. I think the Falcons, and I think the Broncos. I think the Broncos are step above them teams. I think the I've been they, but do they play well? And they don't have many with signers. Fuck them. I got the Browns in this. That's right. I'm go with the talent over the coach, over the ineptness of coaching. Cause both of the coaches trash. Who's the next team? Four twenty-five. The Packers at the Chargers. I take Green Bay. Line Green Bay by What's three and a half. But give me them in the line. Easy work. Eight o'clock game, the Patriots at the Ravens. The line is the Patriots by three and a half. I actually had the trouble thinking about this game. Well, lay it out. Let's see if we can walk you through it. I think Baltimore plays the type of style that can win, beat New England. Hard hitting, get to Tom Brady. You know, make, make life uncomfortable for a 40 year old man, 41, however old he is, your old man. I think they can really do that. But ultimately, I think that the Patriots can do that to Lamar Jackson. Because, you know, they I feel they can make Lamar Jackson have to throw the ball and they'll get away with it. That defense is right now giving them less points than the best defense in NFL history, which was the Grits Blitz. You understand me? That defense fly around. Now, granted, they don't play good teams. So, who knows what they really are? Uh, That's another Washington, thing I was saying. The Patriots really don't play nobody. They don't play shit. So who knows? They don't have no crazy. I mean, the biggest thing on their defense is Stephon Gilmore. But Ravens play a real mouth, smash mouth, 1970s, 80s type of football. And they ain't even going to be the running back running all over your head. They're going to be that goddamn quarterback. Uh, I've been listening to people saying he's more dynamic than Vic. I disagree with that all the way. He's not what Mike Vic was. He is what Lamar Jackson is. And that's different. Uh, Vic was something special. He was different. To me, he's a better version of Vince Young, but which is Lamar Jackson. It's hard to go against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Undefeated. I'm, I want the Ravens to win. And in there, I think it'll be a hard. I think it's going to be a good game, but it's hard to go against the Patriots. The Patriots. I got the Patriots. Who you got? I'm gonna go to Ravens. Man. I think the Patriots. I, are, I think the Patriots haven't played anybody. They haven't. All right. The last one is Monday night game. Which, by the way, Monday night games. Boy, I don't know what ESPN does, but Jesus Christ, they are absolute snooze fest. They're horrible to watch. Uh, this one you may watch a little bit. It's the Giants and the Cowboys. Who you, I got the Cowboys in this. Who you got in this? Cowboy. Line is down about seven and a half, but no way in here the Cowboys cover that line. Nah, I don't think it's a seven and a half type of party. But uh, I definitely have the Cowboys. The Ravens have Saquon Barkley. It's amazing how quick the media want to jump on a motherfucker's dick, especially if they white. But all this Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes. Well, the motherfucker been throwing nickels now. You don't jump on the motherfucker's dick before you play somebody, before he's tried and true. And he's neither. 
So who knows what it'll be? They're gonna have to get us some help. Uh, it's still Saquon Barkley, and they gotta get that line together. Saquon is is the feature here, but yeah, Cowboys Jerry World going there and make it. They make it. They make it do what it do. So I think that's our wrap up. That's our picks. DigitalDare.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. Sounds about right.